good morning everyone and it's lovely to be with you again on a Sunday morning. Isn't it a really special thing to worship together? I really enjoy it. Now I don't know about you but I love this time of year. For me the summer is my favourite season. Now some people like the Christmassy season, winter or autumn, rustling with the leaves but for me it has to be the summer every time. I wait all year just waiting, waiting for the summer to happen and as soon as it's warm enough the patio door comes open and it's open all summer. And uh, I love the long days, the fact it doesn't get dark till late, oh I just like being outside, I love everything about it. And uh, see this is where I sit in the morning, so when I wake up my first cup of tea takes place here. Before we get into the day and the business of the day, before that starts I like to sit here with a cup of tea, surrounded by my flowers, listen to the birds singing, the breeze in the trees and to glance over to my Wendy house that is full of flowers. Now really this is the present reality of the Wendy house. Now this started life as Chloe's playhouse. My parents bought it for when she's about three and now it's my garden shed. So it's had about 25 years to be fair. And last summer it survived like a parasol accident. This February Storm Dennis just about finished off and then a delivery man came and put his foot right through the decking. And now day by day it's leaning slowly forwards. And I'm thinking repair or tear down? Now, a few kind friends and family have said, Sarah, do you know, it's time to pull the thing down. And we've had a few repairs, people have helped me fix it up. But you know, are you, where are you on that spectrum of people who's just like, throw it out, do something new, or um, save it, keep it. Where, where do you stand on that? So me, I've been struggling every day, I'm looking at it, going, oh, it's got life in it yet. Or now that, no, I really should bite the bullet. And I was reading Ecclesiastes 3. And this talks about the seasons in our life. And this is the verse that leapt out to me, verse six and verse three, that says, there's a time to keep and a time to tear down. Now Ecclesiastes three, it talks about the seasons of life, reminds us that life is full of change. It's the nature of life. And we all find ourselves in an unusual season right now, don't we? Adapting to life around the coronavirus. And the writer of Ecclesiastes was Solomon. Now he was the son of King David and he reigned after David. And King Solomon was the wisest man and he ruled with great wisdom. And it tells us in 1 Kings 10, the time when the Queen of Sheba came to visit him because she had heard of his wisdom. She heard of his riches, but heard of his wisdom. And on her visit, she came and saw through what he built, the wisdom of Solomon. So let's see what Solomon has to say about the seasons in our lives. And just like me being prompted about maybe it's time to tear it down, ask the Holy Spirit to prompt you now. What is the season that you are in? Here we go, Ecclesiastes 3. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war 
and a time of peace. Now here's a few reflections this morning on the nature of seasons. So number one, life is full of change. Seasons come and seasons go. And when we accept that, it helps us to live in the season that we're in. We can't make seasons come sooner or go faster or stay longer. So this leads us to a wisdom, number two, to embrace the season that we're in. Now we do this all the time in life, don't we? Winter boots or summer flip-flops. Quick, get the garden furniture out. Get the barbecue out. No, put it back in. T-shirt weather, back on with the coat. To be honest, this can happen in Wales all in one day. So embrace the season and go with it. Don't strive against it, like pushing against the wind, but rather go with the wind and learn the lessons of the season. Number three, identify the season you are in and name it. Know its frame, know its boundaries, its characteristics. There are certain seasons that come in our life where some things are priority now and other things can wait. And name the season that you're in and discover what is the frame for it. What are the things that are really important right now that happen and the things that aren't the things to be focusing on right now. I remember a season when um, I was working on The Gap, which was a project we ran for young people where school didn't work out for them. And at the same time, I would drive down to my mother because my mother was dying of cancer. And I would drive down, if I could get away on a Thursday night or a Friday, I would drive down Friday, Saturday, Sunday, drive back Sunday night or Monday to be with her. And then my twin brother would come midweek to care for her. And between the two of us, we tried to care for her that she would have her wish, which was to die at home. And during the weeks that that happened, with hospitals and then being at home and doctors and tablets and medication, I, I knew at that time, I just had a sense of what was right to focus on and, and what could be left behind in that season. And however desperate the season, it was important to just bring comfort and care and to cherish the time that we had together. And one of the things that was like in the frame was that she'd always wanted her bedroom painted. And she asked me if I'd paint her bedroom. Now, part of you would think, well, that's not in the frame. That's not a focus right now because she's dying and, and what's the point in painting it? But I felt it was right, it was a focus in the frame and I drove Chloe down with me, he was quite small and she lay on the sofa with my mum, they watched a film. I spent that day painting her bedroom that it would be a special place for her. And in that time it was like the frame of what was important in that season. And that's something you'd think wouldn't be in there but it was in the frame. So what for you right now in this season? Is it right to focus on and what can wait outside of that? Number four, is to see the signs of the seasons arriving and leaving, is to be aware of the world that we are living in. Now, with um, the spring and summer coming, as soon as in the shop, sometimes they do like a little pot of baby daffodils before they're even out anywhere. And I put them on the windowsill as a sign of hope that the next season is coming. And I also know that by November the 5th, bonfire night, that winter is here, it is here. So let us be open and prophetic and read the signs of the season that you're coming out of or the season that you're going into so that we can be ready and prepare. Number five is to hear his voice in the season. Now Chloe just did that lovely kid spot for us of the story of Samuel and Eli found in 1 Samuel 3. And little Samuel, he was dedicated to the temple as a small child. And he'd learned to serve there and to listen to Eli's voice and follow all Eli's instructions. 
But on that night when that happened, he kept running to Eli and saying, I'm being called, someone's calling my voice. And Eli realizes that it's God. This was the time for little Samuel to hear from God for himself. Now, what is it that you and I, that we are at that point in our relationship with God that he is wanting to speak to us. He is ready, he's wanting you to hear his voice. And, and just like little Samuel said, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Can we do that in this season now and say, Lord, speak, your servant is listening. Now, there are many ways in which he speaks to us that we know. He's always wanting to speak to us through our Bible, our prayer, through each other, through nature, through the church. Now, this is an interesting thing that happened the other day. In, in the night, I was having a dream. And in the dream, Chloe and Flick were in the dream. And I was supposed to be getting ready for something. And I could hear Chloe on the phone downstairs. She's getting ready, she's getting ready, Flick. And in the middle of this dream, I had a call from Cheeto in the dream. And in the dream, Cheeto rang me up. I'm like, hi, Cheeto. And she said, I, I, I could just do with um, chatting right now. And I said, that's great. Are you free this week? She said, I am. And then the phone call ended. Then the dream carried on. Now, in the morning, when I woke up, I thought, that was weird. So I text Cheeto and said, hey, how you doing? How's lockdown? Um, do you want to meet up? Can I pray for you for anything? And she said, I can't believe you text me today. Just gone through three really hard days and I'm just praying for a mother to speak to. Now she's got many friends and family and her mother far away, all supporting her. But in that moment, she prayed a prayer to the Lord for like a physical mother to meet up with. And the kindness of God, I couldn't get over the kindness of God that Cheeto was praying to the Lord and he just slipped her into my dream and we met up this week and chatted, it was really good. And sometimes there are tough seasons in our life. And in all his wisdom, Solomon learnt, only God makes sense of it all. I've gone through periods of grief in my life where there, there just doesn't seem to be any answer on this earth. And if you're going through that too, just know that sometimes there's no um, answer that we can find on earth right now. Only God makes sense. And he is love, he is faithful, and he is unchanging, and he is with you at this time. And that's all we can hold on to, is that he is faithful for us. In Psalm 36, verse five, it says this, your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens. His love for us is without end, your faithfulness to the skies. So hold on to his love and his faithfulness in whatever season you're in right now. So what is God saying to you in this season? Now I had another dream the other night and in this dream I was in like an outdoor pursuits Range Rover um, with an outdoor pursuits leader and another person on the team. We're going along this track, we're going on this bumpy track and um, we looked at the map beforehand and as we were going along I noticed that the map was stuck on the windscreen. And so it had everywhere that we needed to go. But as I realized that we couldn't see through the windscreen, we could only see the map. And as I realized that we can't see where we're going, suddenly the car kind of went over a bump, you know, that woo feeling in a dream. And I woke up. And um, what it made me think of the next day is this, we can't rely on the old maps, the old ways of doing things, the old ways of planning. We can't rely on that. We need to see in the moment. We need to have spiritual sight and hear from God in the moment. We need to be looking out of that clear windscreen and not just hold on to old patterns. The way we plan ahead has changed. The way we do things is changing. So whatever your season, we need to rely 
on the voice of God. So listen for his voice. And number six, be present in the season. Now one characteristic of this season is it's really hard to plan ahead. I mean, it's good for us to practice being present, to live in the present moment. I remember going back to my mum and some weeks before she died, obviously we didn't know it was that short. We had planned to go for Sunday lunch with my brothers and um, it took me much longer to get my mother ready that morning because everything hurt, everything was painful. And eventually I managed to get her in the car and we drove, it's about 20 minutes to meet my brothers and we're already late. And when we arrived, we arrived and I parked in the car park and I took my seatbelt off and I turned to my mother and uh, she said to me, can we just wait? Sarah, can we, can we just sit here together? Can we just wait a moment? I said, oh, no, we're late. We have to go in. We can't wait any longer. And we went in, we had lunch and within a few weeks, um, she had gone. And I, I would love to go back. I would love to go back to that moment and say, yes, mum, we can sit here as long as you want. Take your time. We can just sit here. That's okay. And sometimes we're in a season where we really need to embrace the relationships around us. Who is it that is around us right now? We need to stay present with those who are in our lives and the tasks that God has given us to do. All that is precious in this season, however hard or however good, be present, cherish it. And for us to practice gratitude for every good thing, however small, and have our eyes and ears open to God in the season. Now lastly on my mind has been the verse about stones. So when I read Ecclesiastes 3, this verse just stuck with me. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. And uh, I found a similar theme in Isaiah 5 verse 1 to 2 where there's a song of the vineyard. And here it's God speaking to Israel um, about getting them ready and um, clearing the grounds so that Israel could grow and flourish. And here's the song. My loved one had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He dug it up and cleared it of stones and planted it with the choicest vines. He built a watchtower in it and a wine press as well. And this is talking about scattering the stones, getting rid of them, scattering the, sc the stones so that the vineyard is ready for planting. And sometimes it's time to like get rid of things that are cluttering it up. And also it's time to gather stones and build. So it's like, let's do something purposeful. Let's build to gather the stones and build a tower. So here's a few thoughts on stones for us. So a time to gather stones. Now often the Bible records gathering stones as a time to remember an agreement or remember something God has done. Do you remember that time when uh, Laban and J Jacob had an agreement between them? They said, let us pile up these stones that they, um, are, are, they watch between you and me. I mean, literally the phrase there means watchtower. That's in Genesis 31, where it would be um, a symbol of their agreement together. And do you remember in Joshua 4, when Joshua amazingly leads the nation of Israel through the Jordan, and God tells him to gather stones and pile them up. And this is for gratitude and remembrance of the miracle that God had done, that the children and the children of the generations would see what God has done. And you and I, we are living stones. In 1 Peter 2 verse 5, Peter says this, You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house. Now you and I, the stones of Cornerstone, God is gathering us back together 
And let us make sure in this season, whether we're gathering for live or on Zoom or live stream, that we never neglect gathering together because we are the community of God. We are living stones. We have a purpose. And in this season right now, God is gathering us and that we keep community together. It's really important. And then it also talks about a time to scatter stones. Now, I remember when um, Chloe... Um, asked if I at the beginning of lockdown if I would speak to the 20s and I said yes love to and straight away I felt the Lord bring um, this little phrase into my mind milestones not tombstones and what that means really is our diary of disappointments so you know right now it's like we look through our diary and it's all the things that should have happened. I should be here now. I should be on a train. I should be on a plane. This was going to happen. Do you have those reminders on your phone that keep popping up showing what you were doing last year? And all the things that we can't be. And if we're not careful, we have a calendar of should be's. And we have a choice here to either like have a, like a, a nostalgia and a disappointment. If we're not careful, it leads a slippery slope to uh, self-pity or despair of all the things we can't be doing. But instead, let those markers, instead of being tombstones of where something died, let them be a milestone, a pointer to what's ahead, what place in the year it is right now. So in this kind of eternal groundhog day, we have a marker of where we're supposed to be. Now, at the moment, we're in this like strange COVID season where on the short term, suddenly plans get cancelled. And in the long term, it's hard to plan for the future. So let us make sure we like scatter the stones and that we create a new thinking, a new thinking um, that the old stones are out. We gather in new stones of new thinking, that we rescue our thought life. Instead of, oh, it should be this, it should be that. We use these dates and hopes and plans as markers for where we're at. So let's embrace the season that we're in so that we can learn the lessons in it, become wiser for it and ready to move on, ready for the next season. Now Ecclesiastes tells us that change is nothing new and we're in a huge time of change right now but know it is part of life. We need to see it, anticipate it, frame it, name it, get on with it uh, and be present and hear God's voice in it. And he is with us whatever the season. Whatever you're going through right now, maybe you're going through a really blessed season Things are really great, they're exciting. The future is full of potential. Hold on to that. You know, just let God, you know, put all that joy in your heart of what you're going through. Just soak it up, live in it. Don't let anything spoil it. And if you're going through a hard time right now, know that God is with you. Just like he's with us in the happy times, he's with us in the tough times too. So hold on to him, knowing that he is full of love and he is faithful. So let us pray together now. We thank you, Lord, that you are with us in whatever the season. Thank you, Lord, how Solomon wrote these things down, of all the things we might experience in our life. And we ask that you come to us now, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit. You come to us, Lord, and fill us once again. I pray for all those going through just a happy season, that you will bless them. They know your blessing. They'll soak it up. They'll treasure those times. I pray for all those, Lord, going through a challenge right now, You'll come by the power of your spirit to give them peace and confidence and courage in the season. Come, Lord, and be with us in these times. Lord, I thank you for your love and your faithfulness that never ends. Be with us, Lord, in this season and speak to us, I pray, that we may hear your voice. Amen. 
Now Josh is going to play a reflection for us now, so we don't rush away from this. Let's just take a moment to reflect and hear God's voice speaking to us, hear his comfort. Now Josh is going to play this song, but it's an instrumental. But the song it comes from is a song all about that I will praise him, whether in the good times or the bad, whatever my circumstance, I will praise him because praise is what I do. And we want to come close to the Lord, we come and praise him and feel his spirit with us. So let's rest in his presence now. Come, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. We just rest in your presence now as we go into this song that you can speak to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's hear his voice speak to you as Josh plays. <laughs> 